0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Daily Smash. It is Wednesday, January twenty fifth, twenty twenty three. I'm Rick. I'm Kelly. We are in Kelly's cousin's amazing townhome, row home.
1: Well, they call it oh, brownstone.
0: Wow. Brownstone. Yeah. Yeah, Everything. brownstone. Yeah. In New York City. Yep. How nice. Tell them about this house.
1: Um. Well, uh, let me see. You can see this is the kitchen or is the outside. Uh let me see. Show the stairs. I want to show you love this bathroom. Look how pretty this is. And the art in here is fantastic right here. And this right here. And this I think is like five hundred thousand dollars, something crazy. And these are all heated floors. But the artwork in here is insanity. His dad was the biggest publisher in France,
0: like Hearst. Didn't he launch Condé Nast? Yeah. Or something like that? Yeah,
1: Condé Nast yeah and so uh they sold in 1996 and they're the biggest collector of surrealism 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 yeah so
0: that's so surreal
1: yeah so they have like <laughs> like <laughs> it's so surreal yeah. <laughs> fan words get it yeah so
0: yeah so we're here for the for the book tour and the book tour is continuing <clears throat> we just came from an appearance on newsmax and, this light
1: uh, isn't the best lighting.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. But I met uh, the big boss, and I saw some old colleagues. A lot of people from Fox work there now.
1: A lot. They mm-hmm. were so happy to see you.
0: It was nice to be seen. Yeah. It was nice to see them, too. Uh, including Maureen, who does makeup over there. And she does Megan Kelly's makeup. Mm-hmm. So Maybe we'll do Megan Kelly's show. You know, it's all about syn- synchronicity.
1: Yes, it is.
0: Hmm. Um, but it was cool and you oh and you got a behind the scenes. you shot some of it. You shot it on your yeah, phone. Yeah, right? I did. Yeah. All right. Well, Four you, minutes of it. Oh wow. Well watch this. This is one of my uh one of my book appearances on set on with set. uh Katrina and Bob Sellers.
2: Play down in front of our eyes and our next guest has been there to bring it to the viewers live from the front. Line
1: veteran journalist and author of the new book, Chasing Catastrophe, Rick Leventhal joins us now in studio. Rick, great to have you here. Congratulations you. on the book. Uh, your book details some incredible stories and your coverage specifically over the past 25 years. What are some of the most memorable ones that made it in that book?
0: Well, I, I chapter one is 9-11. Um, as you may or may not know, I was at the, the towers four blocks north of the of Ground Zero when the towers fell. And I had to run, and take cover from the cloud of smoke, 200 feet tall, came rolling up Church Street. Um, So it's a a big part of the book because 9-11 is what motivated me to go to Iraq and Afghanistan Mm -hmm. in the years that followed. And I went to both of those places several times. But there's a passage in the first chapter when I talk about what the engineer and I, Pat Butler, who was running the satellite truck, we had a microphone and a camera, and it was hooked up and recorded our conversation during those four to five minutes when we were enveloped in this dust cloud. And it's never been shared before. It's not safe for TV, but I could could transcribe it and put it in the book. And there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff here, you know, a lot of stories that we can't tell on TV. But I think people are gonna find it really interesting.
2: Well, so, it's not why you're still working as a journalist, right? <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> uh, you've been to so many different events, uh, news uh, um, events. When have you felt the most in danger? Uh, because obviously that had to be one of them, but also yeah. going over to the Middle East, what, what others? You, you know, had? it's funny. When I was overseas with Marines, for
0: example, in Iraq or Afghanistan, the scariest times were typically when nothing was happening. Yeah. And we were just rolling down the road in, in, in an armored vehicle and, and going really slow and stopping because there was a pile of debris and they thought it might be a roadside bomb. Right. So that fear of whether or not we were gonna get blown up was, was probably- you know, There was, a, for a
2: while, there was a, a road to the airport, right?
0: Yes, yeah, that, that was the most dangerous road in uh, in and around Baghdad, I think is what you're talking about. Yeah. But you know, there's a there's a, a big chapter on hurricanes because I chased dozens of- Yeah, you were a lot uh, of hurricanes. And, yeah. and hurricanes. But, by the way, did, did that
2: uh, include Katrina? Yeah, Katrina's in here.
0: Oh, yeah. Katrina's in here. You are mentioned in the book. <laughs> oh, uh, you, Rick. I, uh, I, it. I covered Hurricane Hugo in Charleston, South Carolina, when I was in local news. That was my first hurricane, and it was a yeah. Cat Five at one point. Wow. And I was in probably 120 and 130 mile an hour winds, wow. hugging the wall of a of a motel. Well, on,
2: it only counts if it's on camera. That exactly. part of it was not, but I, <laughs> Is there evidence? I, I remember it and I actually wrote it down because that was one of the
0: few times that I really thought on my die. I, I was oh going to ask you,
1: Rick, uh, in terms of the most dangerous moments. I mean, I'm sure they well, are, again, chasing catastrophe, you're in danger, but maybe one of the most terrifying.
0: The most dangerous was probably when I was embedded with the Marines and we, we drove the whole company was driving north toward Baghdad, toward the Tigris river. And we drove right into an ambush and it was oh getting dark and we never traveled at night up to that point. But the Colonel was bound and determined to make it to the Tigris river that night.
2: Yeah.
0: And we drove right into a firefight. Hundreds of form of enemy fighters were popping up like whack-a-moles from behind uh, sand dunes and firing on the Marines. And they were unloading their, their uh, RPG, no, uh, the the chain guns on the LAVs and the yeah. machine guns, and and went on for forty five minutes, and we're in the back of the vehicle, and we're not armed, and mm-hmm. we're like, we can't fight. What are we gonna do, you know? And, and what what might happen? you know, RPG hits the vehicle, we're dead, you know. So stuff like that.
2: Well, you know, so like that. that's, <laughs> that's but great, not, but it's so not all it's not
0: all you know negative no, stuff. No, no, scary stuff. No, well, that's the thing about.
2: I'd love to have like an hour show where we're sitting here with beers and, and, and talking about this because you've done a lot I would have brought time. beers if I knew <laughs> <laughs> We used to have liquid lunch here. We need a liquid <laughs> afternoon with Rick Leventhal right there. There's Absolutely. the show. I like it. Uh, Rick, it. thanks so much for coming in. It's great to see you. Uh, and good work. And I look forward to uh, seeing the book. It's, it's available on Amazon. Go okay. to Amazon.com. You
0: can order it right now. And the audio version, I read it myself. Nice. 20, 20 hours in the studio.
2: History. Well, you got the voice for <laughs> <work. laughs> it. Rick, Rick Leventhal. Exactly. Uh, thanks so so much. And we'll be back with the second hour of American
0: Agenda after That was fun. I enjoyed that. And last night we did Greg Kelly's show over at Newsmax. Oh. Oh, sorry. It's okay. i I'm sorry about that. Uh, we did Greg Kelly's show last night and you met Greg for the first time. Yeah. What'd you think of Greg? I
1: thought it was a. Nice guy.
0: Yeah, interesting character. Yeah. And his dad was a uh, police commissioner of New York City for years, 12 years. I used to interview him all the time.
1: It was funny because he was kind of disheveled. Yeah. Uh, and he had this over so I'm like, here, do you want me to fix your tie for you, even though I don't know how to fix it? I'm, and he's like, no, no, no. There won't be... They won't be able to see anything yeah. from
0: here so up. from here up it looked great and from here down it was like wrong the, the short end was longer than the fat end and the belt was like hanging down and
1: it was yeah just... he looked disheveled but
0: greg and i've known each other for years uh old colleagues and um he beat me to baghdad in 03 when we were embedded one of the stories that i tell in this book greg's actually in the book you can find it on amazon amazon.com so that was uh that was cool uh oh and i did fox news radio this morning You'll be able to hear that interview on Monday on the Fox news radio and their streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of weird being back in the building again, isn't it? Yeah. At Fox. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Weird. Right. Cause uh, you worked it for 25 years. Yeah. Someone said, I said, I used to do press in here. And someone goes, let let Rick have his, I'm like, I just said had, he worked there for 25 years in that building. Like I, I am just saying I had press there. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it you, wasn't. It wasn't like I wasn't stealing. No, because you had you
0: because you also had an, uh, a relationship with that building. Like you, yeah. you knew it. You'd been inside before. Right. The New York Post is in that. Building. I'm very
1: happy for him. I'm here for him. <laughs> I, I, I'm giving him his.
0: Yes. Yes. You've been terrific. Mm-hmm. You've you've been terrific and uh, uh, and. Uh, I, had, I bet, had no issue with you saying, yo, I used to do press here, because I was joking. I was like, I used to do press here, too. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was funny, how somebody just, people just...
0: Read it the wrong way. Yeah, read it the wrong way. So I wanted to tell them about, because after we did Greg's show last night, we went next door to Smith & Walensky, which typically is good, right, typically? I liked
1: it in, in Miami, when we go to Miami and eat. But I, I, you know, I just like, there's this new steak place called Ocean 48, and then Steak 44, it's... Dennis Mastro went off and now doing the steakhouse. I like a plate that's hot mm-hmm. with butter on it and it's sizzling when it gets to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, This steak was okay. It was, um, I don't know. For, for I, the, I honestly needed um, steak so- steak sauce for it. Yeah. Like A1 steak sauce. And I
0: needed salt and pepper. And I'm, <laughs> I can't remember the last time I was at a steakhouse ordered a really expensive steak and I had to put salt and pepper on it. Right. And the thing about the hot plate that i love is like they bring it more rare uh-huh. and then you can cook the meat on the plate right. as you go right and it stays hot yes it's brilliant uh-huh and like they brought a, a plate full of broccoli and we have video i believe or at least a photo that we can show you the broccoli was like, this big okay yeah which is great but we're not going to eat this much broccoli, and even if we did, like break it up into the
1: yeah, legs. yeah.
0: It's like lazy it's almost.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why I don't even like a, like a wedge. People, I'm like, why why get a wedge when you
0: I know, actually I actually love. I a wedge. don't like a wedge. I love. A I like wedge it already really. cut up. What did you think of the salad that you ordered?
1: Uh.
0: Okay. It was okay. Right.
1: It wasn't. I mean, I would never go back now. And so, I love it over there in Miami.
0: Yeah. I it get would, those
1: seafood towers in Miami. Yeah. They didn't have that because. But well, they
0: did have the lump crab meat cocktail. That was the best thing.
1: Yeah. How can you screw that up? You're not making that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then, my favorite part was there these all these Irish dudes in there at the bar, and they were singing like Irish songs. Yeah. And they were going off. And Kelly, you know, because Kelly like, was egging them on, and like, sing another one. And he got some some, some funny video. Here's, here's some of Kelly's video of those guys. Uh, Come
2: on out. Come on go on home. <laughs> Have you got no fucking homes of your own? For 800 years, we've you without fears. And we're we'll fighting you for 800 homes. Thank
0: you guys, that was really good. And the one dude said, we th- they gave him a birthday cake. And I was like, oh, it's your birthday? It's my birthday. Because last night was my birthday. It turned out it was his brother's birthday yesterday and his birthday was a week ago yeah but they were fun they were cool um and then oh and then I got another cake uh-huh thank you yes I didn't really like the cake that much though I neither.
1: I not I didn't think it was
0: good I wanted to read some of the comments from uh, from some of you a lot of you wish me a happy birthday and I appreciate that and then Denise Sanchez said it's nice to see Rick's daughter bonding with you too as a gift to you, I am buying your book today. Aww. I'm already a Patreon member, so this is the next best thing. Everyone should buy his book to show your support. Yeah. Uh, TMWT said, That was a cool look at the set. Thank you for including us. Do you want to read any of these? Uh,
1: let's see. Bacterial Stopping Grounds. How fun. Wait, this was Bianca? Yeah. Fire. Uh, Bacterial Stopping Grounds. How fun. Have a blessed. Happy birthday, Rick. Dying, dying for, for
0: dance. Oh, go ahead.
1: Dying for dancing, uh, lap out loud. You guys look exhausted. Don't worry about bringing us a show every day. Focus on yourselves and the time you have there. A, a true smasher and a VIP patron will understand. <laughs> that is so nice.
0: Thank you for that. The, the truth is, you know, we can't, we, we just don't have the time to do two a day and tomorrow we're going to be traveling. We're gonna be on a plane. I have, or...
1: a, I have a thing at six thirty with uh, Jeff Lewis and at the polo bar so yeah
0: so it's gonna be hard for us to post on a regular basis this week we're, we're we're bouncing from place to place to place but we're trying to you know put a show on when we can and this, this one will have to last for a day right um oh and we're going to the predators game tomorrow night in nashville oh wow that's gonna be fun
1: carrie gg says love you too hubby and i watched rick on gut build you did great job love how supportive fox is of you guys Happy birthday, Rick.
0: That was nice.
1: That was so for nice. For Fox
0: to have me on. Yeah. On um, two shows. That was very do think, nice. Do you
1: think Bravo would ever have me
0: on? They like, should have. What do you guys they think?
1: Should've. Do you guys think Bravo would ever have me on?
0: <laughs> I hope so. Um, <laughs> someone said, uh, this was Teresa Reeves, said, you were a natural on Fox and Friends. You should be a regular guest on Fox <laughs> Well, Um, I I don't know if you know this, but I worked at Box for 24 years. Yeah, I know. Uh, But
1: but, you know, like like that guy at Boxing Friends that you've been working there,
0: Steve Ducey. Yeah,
1: Steve Ducey. Yeah, he just looks like kind of like uh, he seems like a nice guy, but he he just doesn't seem like he's older, a little like he doesn't have that charisma like you do. and I think like Boxing Friends needs to have, I don't know, and maybe I'm being biased, but I I just don't think he's got the the sais quoi. Oh, like you? Team. I don't know.
0: Well, I, I am, think there's so much more talent. I appreciate, it. and I have to say, being on set, being in that environment again, kind of got me excited because I know, I mean, I've been doing this for my whole almost my whole adult life, and I and I do enjoy it, and I think I'm really good at it. So I kind of want to pursue anchor. it. I want to yeah. anchor again. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I'm I don't nervous. want
1: you. Um,
0: going out in the field. No, I, and I don't want to do that anymore. Just so we're clear. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't want to go out and, 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 and chase stories. Like I did as a young man and, and run the risks that these guys are taking out in the field and not that I'm scared or anything, but I, I, I love our life so much and I love you so much. Yeah, and I just, yes. and I feel like I can bring a lot of value to a, to a network as an anchor,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: can report from the anchor desk,
1: right?
0: So. Anyway, um, a lot of great comments. We appreciate your support. Um, ALW5101 said, Rick, I miss watching you on Fox. It was always a delight seeing you report the most dangerous moments. Thank you for your service. Wishing you a blessed happy birthday. P.S. Your daughter is a beautiful young lady and super classy. We'd love to see more of her. We have to get Shoshana on more often.
1: Yes, we do.
0: Again, the book is Chasing Catastrophe. It's available now on Amazon for uh, not even pre-order anymore. You can order it and they'll deliver it to your doorstep. Uh, the audio version is also available, which I read it's 12 hours. Wow. Our host said he's going to, he's going to get the audio version so he can, cause he doesn't read books, but he likes to listen to books. Yeah. So we're going to do that. Um, uh, we should wrap it up. We've got to go to dinner. Um, uh, you want to say anything to our smashers?
1: Well, Thank you guys so much for your support. Thanks for giving Rick uh, well wishes on his book and happiest birthdays. And I want to say thank you for ordering his book and I mean, just, you guys just, have been very, very great and we are. Just so gracious to you. So thank you, and you guys have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your night.
0: See you.